Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Rebecca Baxt podcast. I'm Dr. Rebecca Baxt, board-certified dermatologist, and I'm here to discuss with you all issues relating to the skin that you're in. In this podcast, we will tackle the topic of the day quickly to get you the take-home points that you need. After listening to an episode, you should be educated about the topic and able to fix the issue yourself or well-prepared to ask the right questions at your next dermatology appointment. Let's get started. Today, we are going to talk about anti-aging skincare basics. Patients are usually surprised to find out that the number one anti-aging cream that I recommend is actually sunscreen. Sunscreen is the number one most important thing in terms of anti-aging, and it's important to get a good one that you're willing to use all the time. Sunscreen comes in many different varieties. I usually recommend at least an SPF 30. Higher number is fine, but an SPF 30 minimum. And I prefer zinc-based sunblocks, which means you would turn the tube or the bottle around, look at the back for the area where it says active ingredients, and you would want to see the word zinc oxide there. If you don't and you like that sunblock, the best sunblock is the one that you're going to use. So any sunscreen really will work Great. My favorite is just zinc because I think it's the safest, most inert chemical, and I think it works the best, but other sunscreens work fine too. It's also important to make sure that the sunscreen is not expired. So if it has an expiration date, check the label. If it doesn't have an expiration date and it's been more than one year or you don't know when you purchased it, I would recommend throwing it out and starting again with a fresh bottle. Sunscreen is also important to put on your lips. It's important to put on your body. Um, And the most important thing about sunscreen after putting it on is to remember to reapply it. I do find that many patients forget to reapply or they don't know that sunscreen only lasts one to two hours at best. It will disappear faster if you are sweaty, if it's windy, but really at best it's an hour or two. So reapplication is key. For women who wear makeup or anyone, if you wear makeup, um, sometimes it's hard to reapply a creamy sunblock, in which case the powder sunscreens come in really useful for reapplication over makeup. It is also important to block the sun, so seeking shade, wearing a hat, a broad-brimmed hat is really important, clothing to cover up body parts, so shoulders, backs of necks tend to get really fried by the sun, so just be careful with those. Um, And that's really sort of the sum total on the sunscreen. Moving on to other topics, a lot of patients want to know, well, what's the best cleanser? And really, in terms of anti-aging, I prefer people to just use a mild cleanser of any variety that you like. I don't recommend scrubs. There's a lot of scrubs out there. I don't think scrubs are good for anybody's skin. Certainly, they're not going to do anything for anti-aging. So a mild cleanser of whatever variety you prefer I prefer cool or lukewarm water. I'm not a fan of hot, hot water and a lot of scrubbing because then what happens is the skin gets dry and irritated and it's hard to tolerate the creams that I'm going to recommend for anti-aging. So mild cleanser, cool water, gentle massage with your fingertips and pat dry. Moisturizer is important, but if your skin is oily, you don't have to moisturize or if you want to moisturize, it would be oil-free. If you don't have oily skin and your skin tends to be dry, then moisturizer really is key for you. And again, any moisturizer that you like, a cream is going to be thicker and more effective than a lotion. So a moisturizing cream is helpful. 
But the question that people really want to know the answer to is what is the best anti-aging cream after sunscreen for people to use at night? And the answer to that question is really anything that has a retinoid in it. Retinoids have been around for many, many years, and they are very effective for anti-aging. Retinol, Retin-A, Differin, Tazerac, some of those are prescriptions, some of them are over-the-counter. You can find Retinol and Differin over-the-counter. And usually they're best used at night. They can make you sensitive to the sun. To not have that effect, you would need to really stop them for a week or longer. So sometimes if people are going on a sunny vacation, they will stop their retinoid for a week. Don't bring it with you. Restart it when you get back. In terms of using a retinoid at night, it's best to put it on at least half an hour after washing. So a lot of people will wash, they'll moisturize, wait a while, and put your retinoid on before bed. If you don't moisturize, that's also fine. You can wash and just wait a while, then put the retinoid on. You can also put the retinoid on and put moisturizer on top. Really, any of those will work. It depends on what works best for your particular schedule. When you are starting a retinoid, it's best to start it slowly and work your way up. If you start it every day, sometimes it can be irritating. The side effects of retinoids are redness, dryness, flaking, and peeling. I usually recommend that people start them twice a week, such as Monday, Thursday evenings, and then increase if they're not irritated after a week or two to three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then if they're not irritated to four times a week. So you want to go slowly. Retinoids work because they make the skin cells turn over more rapidly, and they thin the top layer of your skin. So they are exfoliants. That is also why they make people more sensitive to the sun as well as facial waxing. So you have to be careful about that. Um, Again, if you wax your face, you would need to stop the retinoid at least a week before. But they can help make fine lines and wrinkles look smaller because they thin the top layer of the skin. And they make the cells turn over more rapidly so they can help fade pigmentation. So retinoids are really the best anti-aging creams. After retinoids, there are many other choices. I also like glycolic acid. Glycolic acid is a natural substance that's derived from sugarcane. There's many products out there that have glycolic acid in them. I would typically have somebody alternating a retinoid one night and a glycolic acid the other night. If they are wanting to do something twice a day and they can tolerate it, you could either do different in the morning or your glycolic acid in the morning and then the other one that you've chosen in the evening, that is another option. But typically I'll have people using a vitamin C in the morning underneath their sunblock. A vitamin C is an antioxidant and so it's supposed to be a chemical that scavenges free radicals. So if the sun hits your skin and some of it gets through the sunblock or your sunblock has worn off, then you have a little vitamin C there to help reverse the damage. I think that, you know, I'm not sure that that's exactly been proven, but that is the theory. And vitamin C, I would have people use in the morning. If you cannot tolerate retinoids and glycolic acid, because retinoids can be drying and glycolic acid sometimes stings a little bit when you put it on and not everybody can tolerate those, then vitamin C would be a great alternative. And there's lots of vitamin C products and you could use that in the evening or even twice a day. There are also a lot of creams that have various peptides in them that can be helpful for fine lines and wrinkles and anti-aging. And that would be another ingredient to look for. Sunscreen, most important. 
retinoid, second most important, glycolic acid, vitamin C, and then peptides. So those are the most important anti-aging steps in terms of a skincare program. I do recommend the sunblock as the most important if you had to choose one thing. And then in order of preference, the retinoids, glycolic acid or vitamin C, peptides. A lot of people ask me about toners, and I really don't think toners are necessary. I don't have a problem if people use them, but I don't think a toner is going to make or break this type of anti-aging skincare program. There's a lot of stuff out there that touts to be the best anti-aging cream on the market, better than Botox, better than this, better than that, but really... There is no such thing as a cream that's better than Botox because you can't compare creams with Botox. It's just like comparing apples and oranges. It's sort of silly. And I'm just going to summarize again. The most important anti-aging cream is sunblock, followed by a retinoid if you can tolerate it, followed by either glycolic acid and vitamin C, and followed by peptides. Um, mild cleansers, cool water, moisturizers, gentle products, and that is a great at-home anti-aging program. I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Dr. Rebecca Baxt podcast. I'm Dr. Rebecca Baxt, board-certified dermatologist. I hope this episode was informative and that you enjoyed listening. If you found this podcast useful, please give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others find us so we can help them too. Just a caveat to remember, this is not medical advice, and please see your dermatologist or doctor for questions pertaining to your specific situation. I look forward to talking with you again in the next episode.